Sports Radio 93.7, the fan. Pat Bostic here with you, Panthers Insider. We're with you for the next hour, and we are one week from kickoff for the Pitt Panthers against the Wofford Terriers at Acrisure Stadium. A little over one week. We got, call it seven and a half hours, plus that one week until kickoff. 3.30 p.m. sharp. Foot will hit leather, and the Panthers' 2023 football season will be under way. I want to shout out Kale Berger who covered for me last week. I was in Oregon at Bandon Dunes. Kale Berger asked me to take him with him. I didn't. I just asked him to fill in for me and he did a remarkable job. Kale does a great job with his golf show. He does a great job covering our studio duties for pit football game day broadcasts. He'll be back on the air next Saturday with myself, with Bill Hillgrove, with Larry Richard handling pregame and sideline and the All-American Doran Dickerson also on the sideline and providing his insight throughout the game. Doran, obviously a fixture in the fan morning show. His daily rivalry with Adam Crowley will come to a head on September 16th when the Panthers travel to Morgantown in the backyard brawl. But two games before that, and I want to shed light on one especially cool milestone as we head into this 2023 season. Yesterday was the uh, annual pit football kickoff luncheon. Uh, I have been fortunate to go to that for a little over a decade now, and it gets better every year. It is a uh, a great collection of fans, supporters, family members of the players. The seniors get a chance to be on the dais. They introduce each other, which is really a neat moment. Captains are introduced. Panthers named three captains, Mack and Sophis, Shane Simon. To name a couple of those captains, really good Really good crew of captains for this 2023 team. But the captain of our radio broadcast is Billy Hillgrove, and this will be his 50th season. Colin pick games as the play-by-play man for Pitt football. He started as a color analyst in 1973, working with the great Ed Conway. But Billy has been at the mic for now 50 seasons of Pitt football. 55 pit basketball coming up on 30 with the Steelers. So when you tune in next week, if you got your head earbuds in during the game, count yourself lucky to hear the great voice of the legend, Bill Hillgrove, for the 50th consecutive season. I am sure counting myself as lucky to be sitting next to him in that booth to call pit football. Once again, we'll have a lot of fun doing it as we kick off yet another season. Billy was honored yesterday, got a golden microphone for his 50th season. Really special, emotional. A highlight video was played that showed some of his greatest calls. I still love the Lusaka Polite call against Virginia Tech. But it was also special for a number of other reasons. Really special. Captains were named, as I mentioned, Mackensalvis, Shane Simon, David Green. Mackensalvis probably has a chance to be a Top draft pick this year, taken on day one or two. We'll see whether he plays right or left tackle to start the season. He's played both in his career. Brings that New York grit and toughness to this offensive line. Shane Simon, a transfer from Notre Dame, filling the shoes, the void of Servassier Dennis. Played alongside him last year. You can see Shane play multiple positions as well. 
including middle linebacker, where he is called home and where he will lead that defense. And then David Green, Central Catholic product. He's been about as consistent a player uh, for this program as you're going to find. And deservedly named captain. He's a six-year senior. His community service, his his, uh, reputation impeccable. And I've talked about it before on the show. I expect David Green to have an outstanding season. It's one thing to be alongside Kalaja Kansi. you got to play a different role. Uh, certainly you're going to get more one-on-ones. He might get more double teams this year as things progress. But it's different when you're dependent on to be the guy. And David's waited his turn. And he's ready, along with a host of additional interior linemen that I think are the strength of this pit defense. Special event Lewis Riddick. Addressed the crowd. Also spoke to the crowd in 2018. What a representative ambassador Lewis is for the University of Pittsburgh. And let's just say he's got no love lost for the Mountaineers. He detailed that 1989 game. Pitt was down 31-9. Many of you were probably there. This was the major Harris team. You had the, some of the best teams that West Virginia's had. The Panthers clawed back to tie that game. Another in the line of legendary backyard brawls. Pat Narduzzi mentioned there are kind of three three moments that signify that football season's here. One is when the band comes to practice. Band came to practice last week. Two is the kickoff luncheon. That happened yesterday. There's one more, and that's the bonfire on Thursday night. And then all the rituals, all the preparations are done. And we'll play some football. And all the talk of conference realignment, it'll continue, but it'll be it'll be on the periphery. It'll be about what happens between those white lines. And we get a chance to watch this team come together. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about it with you. Give me your call, 412-928-9370. Taking your calls all hour. I'm going to say it once more, 412-928-9370. As campus progressed, I think there's some names and, and some numbers, because there were about 32 number changes this week. I think Chris Peak detailed that on Panther Lair. Some names, some numbers of guys I want you to keep an eye on. Younger players that they may not start the game, but I think you'll see them throughout the course of this season. I think you'll see their roles increase as the season progresses. Certainly should see him against Wofford. And we'll preview Wofford in more detail next week. But obviously, and I don't want to speak in too many absolutes, but this is a game the Panthers should be able to play a lot of guys. And a game that the Panthers should be able to get some freshmen in the game. And I think there's some freshmen on this team that will see action in more than one game. This season, I think they'll, there are some freshmen that have a chance to become absolute players on this football team. We're going to talk about them and some redshirt freshmen as well. I also want to talk about seven predictions I have for this season. We've got seven days until this season gets going. I've got seven predictions for this team. They're rather bold in some cases. In some cases, they're pretty obvious. But there's seven things that I think we're going to see happen this season. Because I got a good feeling about this team. I got a good feeling about this team. 
Let's go to Matt in the North Hills. Matt, good morning. Good morning, Pat. How are you doing? I'm outstanding, man. How are you? Good. So this is kind of a weird year for me in the fact that I have a hard time knowing what to exactly expect given the amount of turnover um, on both offense and especially defense. And the defense, I've kind of learned to give Pat the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but hopefully things are working, especially in the past game or in the past defense by week four, because we've seen what elite quarterbacks are, obviously not only to pit, but to do to the type of defense if you're not getting pressure on a quarterback. Um, as far as it being a weird year, Pat, I, like I said, I don't know what to expect. I could see six wins. I could see ten wins. Um, I think you're going to know pretty quickly, though. If you start out 4-0, and you have an amazing chance to be 7-0 and heading into that Notre Dame game and have probably the biggest two-game stretch in pit history or in recent history since going back to the 80s. Matt, you know what? I agree with you. I appreciate the call. And I'll tell you, some of the concerns and the candidly the the ambiguity you reference i i've i felt myself you know i went into camp and i my concerns were depth at receiver you know obviously the the quarterback positions pretty much all new depth at receiver who's going to step up on this d line and really the safety position because you're replacing two 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 three year starters with Eric Hout and Brandon Hill. I will tell you this in order. My concerns at receiver have been wiped away in terms of training camp. And I'm going to talk about Kenny Johnson and Zion Fallerell and 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 obviously Bub and Kanate and, and Dejon Reynolds and that that group is that group has me feeling pretty good about what they can do along with the tight end group. I think Phil Phil Jakovic's got a lot of options to distribute the football to. And like I've said on this show before, I feel like his ability to run and just keep the defense honest is going to make the run game without Israel Vanakanda more dynamic. Will they be popping off 80-yard touchdown runs like Izzy did so routinely last year? Probably not. We don't really have that guy. At least not yet. But I think it's more dynamic and, and will offer a, a tougher challenge to game plan for for defenses. This defense is different than last year's defense, than the 2020 defense and the 2021 defense. It's different. You don't have Rashad Weaver, Pat Jones. You don't have Kalijah Kansi or Jalen Twyman. But you've got a lot of players that have played including in that bowl game last year. And uh, it's a distribution of talent that probably favors the linebacker level and back right now. I think Deion Hayes, he's in my seven predictions. I'll, I'll just give you a little teaser. Deion Hayes is going to have a breakout year. He ended last season on a major high. Three sacks against Miami. Very effective and disruptive against UCLA. But when you look at this linebacking core with Solomon DeShields and Bengali Kamara, Shane Simon, Brandon George, Kyle Lewis, Braylon Lovelace, these are athletic, long athletes. 
that can blitz, that can pressure, that can cover. I think this defense can play differently. Now, will they? I don't know. We know how Pat Narduzzi wants to play. But you couple the ability to to have you know multiple pressures from that linebacking core. We know Randy Bates likes to dial it up. And the, the veteran corners this team has. You know, the concern is always that field safety position. Who is going to play that spot? They're going to be on an island. They're playing slot receivers you know, out the wazoo, and the, those receivers got a four-way go. In, out, up, down, across. They can go anywhere they want, and they're one-on-one. But when you blitz, that's a little bit different. Sometimes you got to post middle safety. That covers the middle of the field. Gives you some more coverage. The ball gets forced out of the quarterback's hand. You're not depending on a four-man rush all the time. My instincts say this defense is going to not only look a little bit different, but maybe play a little bit different. We might not see that week one, but that may evolve over time. But the way that they've recruited, the confidence and belief they have, which can take you a long way in that D-line room, especially, I think carries on. This is the most talented team top to bottom I've seen for Pitt, top to bottom. Is it the most experienced? No. But in terms of talent and depth, some of his unproven depth, it's about as good as I've seen for the Pitt Panthers under Pat Narduzzi. We'll see how it comes to form. But great questions, understandable concerns heading into this 2023 season. I will tell you, and I get called a shill or, or a, you know, I'm a homer, whatever it might be, I went into camp with some questions. Many of those questions have been answered, and this team has grown on me every single day. We're going to talk about some guys that I briefly re- referenced that I think we're going to see a lot of as the season progresses that we haven't talked a lot about this program. We're going to do that next. We're going to keep taking your calls, 412-928-9370, and we're going to keep previewing this 2023 Pitt football season, which is seven days away as we roll on on Panthers Insider. You're listening to 93.7 The Fan.